Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, LinkedIn, and good. Where's Doreen? Good. Good morning, Do <laughs> Who Who are you? My name is Shri, and I am a video content coach. Um, last time I checked, Doreen was out and about in the field. She is eating amazing food, connecting with amazing souls, making an impact. That's what she's doing. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering, why have you hijacked my show? All right. No, no, no. Look, guys, I'm just joking. <laughs> you guys should be used to Sri Mahabir because this is the third part show in a three-part series where we've been talking about video in the workplace. Now, see, in part one, what we talked about is why you should turn your camera on in business meetings at work. If you missed that episode, too bad. No, I'm just kidding. If you missed that episode, go to our business page. You can find the episodes linked there. That was a pretty good episode because we gave you some advice as to why you need to turn your camera on. In episode two, or part two, that is, we debunked three myths about virtual meetings. Again, in part two, we debunked three myths about virtual meetings. And so today... Today, we're going to give them, what are we going to give them today, Shri? What are we going to give them today? Well, I just want to say good morning to Denrich, Florence, Andrew. Thank you for joining us. And I would love to know, are you having brunch? Are you having lunch right now? Let us share that in the comments. All right. <laughs> so... Today's show is about five tips to help you prepare for your next meeting. And so we showed you how to turn the camera on. We debunked some of the myths that you have. Now it's let's get ready for this meeting and you show up as a superstar. So let's get into what are these five tips. And also, I would love to hear from you any additional tips that you would like that you would add to this for anybody who's watching the live or the replay about getting prepared for your next meeting. So, Robert, let's get into the first tip. You know what? Before we get into the tips, let me ask you a question because, you know, I always have to ask you a question. What's the question? Have you ever been sitting in a business meeting just bored out of your mind wondering why in the heck am I here? I have and I am reading the comments about the breakfast, especially if you had a big breakfast, you're sitting in that meeting or lunch and you're like, why am I here? Why couldn't have this been an email? Why couldn't have this been a video within an email that I could watch. I mean, just sometimes I wonder, why do we need a meeting? What is it for? Yeah. So what I want to ask you guys in the audience is, have you ever been sitting in a meeting and you've just wondered, why in the heck am I here? When that happened, what in the world did you do? All right. So speaking of our audience, Denrick says, hello, Rob and Shree. Denrick also says that we rock. Thank yeah. you, Denrick, because, wow. man, you rock. Yeah. Denrick rocks and we roll. <laughs> you know, Mr. Gupta is here again, and he says, greetings from Qatar. Hi, Aditya. Denrick is eating breakfast, you guys. What? 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 Can I have some breakfast? I know, right? Chris said he had a big, big breakfast with his kids. Now, Chris, did you cook or did you make them cook? We have to check out his Instagram to find out because uh, I've been asking him to post him on LinkedIn. He won't. Now, Florence is here. Good morning, Florence. Florence is drinking a smoothie. 
Hey, that's we. I had a smoothie this morning. It was pretty good. I don't know yet what was in there because I didn't make it. I had a smoothie this morning too, and it was pretty doggone good. I know what was in mine though. Why do you not know what was in your smoothie? I don't know. Somebody made it for me. <laughs> Farah is here, and Farah says, "Good morning." Gail with the beautiful red hair is here. Look, check out Gail's hair, Shree. Beautiful. She and has I the love best hair in the business. Curiosity officer. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, for saving some breakfast for me because, man. Wait a minute. What about me, Andrew? What am I, chopped liver? I don't get any yeah. breakfast? Yes, you're chopped okay. liver. All right. All right. I, I see how it is. <laughs> I, I see how it is. I, I see how it is. All right. So look. Sitting in those business meetings unnecessarily, it can be a pain. You know, you sit there and you wonder, why in the heck am I here? Now, if you're the one conducting the business meeting, it's even worse because what you're doing is you're wasting people's time. You look unprepared and those people aren't going to trust you with their time. They're going to feel like, oh, why do I want to go to this meeting with Robert? Because all he's going to do is waste our freaking time. And you don't want to appear like that. You don't want to waste people's time. No. No, no, don't ever waste anybody's time. And also be mindful of the time that you have the meeting. I always made sure if I had a meeting during lunchtime, I provided lunch. That was just me because many times people are like, oh, I'm just going to schedule because that's the time everybody's available. How, it's available because we want to eat. So why don't you provide lunch for everybody in some capacity? All right. So now Dan says he gets wanting to see Shree every day during the week. But me, Dan, I, I've already acknowledged I have a face for radio and I'm OK with that. <laughs> I am absolutely OK with that. And I would much rather look at Shree than me any day of the week, too. So. All right. So let's get into it. Business meeting. First tip, though, if you want to have an effective business meeting, first thing you need to do is know what in the world it is that you want to accomplish in that business meeting. I remember going to one business meeting and we had the executives for the organization there and the person sat down and just said, look, guys, um, I need your help with something and I'm having problems getting certain people to cooperate with us. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, God, this isn't going to end well because he doesn't even know what his end goal is for this meeting. You ever been in a meeting like that, Shree? Yes. And like Gail, Gail is sharing, having an agenda in advance. So letting people know, like, what are we going to be talking about? And that is also goes back to what Robert is talking about. What is, you know, what do you want to have accomplished in this meeting? What is it that the answer you're looking for? What is it that you are trying to drive home and get people to get on board for? You know what? Let's dig a little deeper into that, though, because here's what I say. I say when you want to accomplish something, there's one of three things that you usually want to do. Either you want sponsorship, advice or assistance. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Either you are at work and you have this project that you're working on and you want someone else to sponsor you. You just want them to say, hey, I agree with this project. Think about it. When you see the presidential campaigns, they always bring people out. I'm Ross Perot and I approve of this message because they're always sponsoring someone, right? Or maybe you have this idea you're working on in the organization and you just want advice. Listen, man, I got this idea. I want to run it by you guys to see what you all think. Or maybe you're in the middle of a project 
and things aren't working the way that you think that they should work and you want some assistance. You're working with other departments and you want this one executive to help you out by getting his or her people to help. Knowing what your end goal is helps out because now, now you can communicate that to someone else. Typically, either you want sponsorship, advice, or assistance. So figure out what in the heck it is you want before you invite people to a meeting. What do you think about that, Shree? I agree with that. And it, and then also it helps with putting together your agenda. So you're going in there, you're talking to the individuals. It could be the start of the project, could be the middle of the project, could be the end of the project. It could be that you're launching something that the division is all going to be using CRM, whatever it is, you're rolling it out, setting the expectations, but let's get some feedback. Let's see how others are going to benefit from it. And at the end of the day, all that feedback that you're getting is going to help you to understand if this is something that's going to work or if it's not going to work or is, and it goes into the next few tips that we talk about. So I wanted to go into the next tip. So the next tip that it is, is Robert. Know who can help you get what it is that you want. I mean, if you don't know what you want, first tip, how are you going to know who can help you get what it is that you want? You know, here, here's something that always irritates me. So I'm a certified public accountant, right? Okay. Why is it that people always ask me to help with their taxes? I don't do taxes. If you ask me to help with your taxes, I'm going to look at you like this. So you got to know who can help you with what it is that you want. What do you think about that, Shree? I agree. It goes back to when we were saying, okay, when you have the meeting, you set it up. Now you're going to say, well, I know that I need X, Y, Z done. And I know that this person, if I bring them into the meeting, they're going to answer the questions or get what I'm trying to get. Also knowing who is not beneficial for this meeting. So you're not at, you're not inviting somebody that should not be there. And that could be you because you may not be the, and also knowing some meetings, you may you think about your list of people, right? There could be 10 people that come to this meeting and then in another meeting, it could be another 10 people. Why? Because what you're sharing in that meeting is not pertinent to the next group of people. So always knowing who to invite, who not to waste people's time and they respect that. And also just knowing like, okay, this person's gonna help me with this. This person's gonna help me with this. This person's gonna advocate for me. These are, this is why I need these individuals in this meeting. All right, you guys. So we're on Good Morning LinkedIn. And today we're talking about how to help you show up like a boss at your next business meeting. This is part three in the series where in the first part we talked about why you should turn your camera on. People need to see you so that they can build that trust factor with you. That's right. Part two, we, we debunked three myths about virtual meetings. I'm not going to tell you what they are because you need to go listen to the episode. And in this part, we're talking about five tips to help you prepare for your meeting. And tip number one was, well, know what it is that you want to accomplish. Because most of the time, either you want sponsorship, advice, or assistance. You need to know which one of those things you want, though, because that helps you determine who can help you get what it is that you want. Who can help you get what it is that you want? But now let's talk about tip number three. Once you know who, you need to figure out how can they help you? 
Do they need to dedicate their time? Do they need to dedicate some resources that they have? Or do they just need to give a, 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 a word of encouragement or a word of endorsement for you? Here, here's the thing. When you work at an organization or if you're a solopreneur, knowing how people can help you and communicating that to them goes a long way. I remember one time somebody invited me to a meeting and it was a train wreck and I felt sorry for them the whole time. <laughs> we sat there. And they talked for about 30 minutes and we had the CEO and the CFO in the room. And then finally, after about 30 minutes, the CEO said, listen, everything you've said so far sounds great, but how can I help you? And then the person told the CEO how he could help them. And the CEO said, next time, start with that. And I was like, ooh. So that person looked pretty bad in front of the CEO. But the thing is, people want to help you. Most people in this world are good and they want to see you succeed, but you have to be able to clearly articulate how they can help you. Tell them what you want them to do. Don't just assume. What do you think, Shree? I agree. And you can also ask like, and tell them, hey, this I'm brainstorming and I would like to get your input. Let them know ahead of time that this is what you're going to be doing during this meeting and have them pre get prepared for some questions or thoughts even before the meeting and like some of you are saying you can provide notes you can provide that agenda but even in the invite you can ask ahead of time like this meeting is going to be about this please be prepared with xyz so now they know and also at the same time when you invite the person sometimes you invite somebody and you realize oh i should not have invited them they weren't the right person and that happens and it's okay. But to continuously do that same thing, that pattern is not the right way. It's all, there's always like, you gotta make a mistake for one time, but not do it every single time. Farah says, great tips y'all. Cause here's the thing, no matter what you do in life, you're going to have to meet with people. When you're in a corporate environment, you definitely have to meet with people. It doesn't matter what your position is. Everything is a potential meeting. Whether you're getting a performance review from your boss, you want to ask your boss for a raise, you want to update your boss on a project. Every interaction is a meeting, whether you know it or not. Every interaction is a meeting. And now with the virtual world, it's going to get interesting because we will never go fully back to the office. So what we're going to have now is some people sitting in the same room with us at meetings and some people virtually. And we're going to have to know how to manage both the in-person and the in-the-cloud environment at the same time. That's why we wanted to talk to you guys about this, because we think that it is extremely important. And Shri, as a video content coach, knows all too well how to be comfortable on camera, how to make yourself look good. So here's what I want to know. How many of you guys think that you need some additional tips and help on how to show up in those meetings like a boss? Here's what I want to do. If you think you need help, just drop help into the chat and also fire up those reactions. We want to see some hands clapping and things like that. How many of you guys think that you need some help in those virtual meetings and in-person meetings. Now, Chris says, yes, amazing advice. I always learn so much from you both. Thank I you, Chris. Thank you. So appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank, thank you, Thank you. Farah says, keep it clear and concise as yes. well. Yes. 
100% it clear and concise. All right, so you guys, we're here on Good Morning LinkedIn. Tips to help you with those virtual meetings. The first tip was know what you want to accomplish. Second tip, know who can help you. Third tip was know how they can help you because gosh darn it, you got to be able to communicate that to them. Now, the fourth tip is a big one. This is a real big one. Tree, let me ask you, have you ever been in a meeting and you've had some haters in the audience? Always. I have them now still. (laughs) (laughs) No one hates on you, Shree. Come on. Well, you know, we all have a group of fans in denial, but I did have them at when I worked at the nine to five. I had a group of them and sometimes they had to be in the meeting. And sometimes I would ask when I was creating the invite, why do I need to have them there? Like, in this particular meeting, does it make sense? Yet, who the person, my manager, who I was talking to was like, no, 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 no. you want to invite them because then they feel, I was like, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know what? That, that's a good point. That's a good point. Here's what I think. No, here's a fact. You need to identify your potential detractors or as we say, haters. Haters. You hate bringing your haters into meetings, but you have to identify who they are. Farrah says, some people are always sipping on the haterade. I agree. It happens. But here's the thing. Haters aren't bad, though. No, they're not. They're really not. They are not bad. They are not bad. No. (laughs) don't feel bad we all have haters especially when we do what is right i agree (laughs) i will say this haters are fans in denial do help you see things that you're not seeing and also being able to go into the meeting knowing who they are and addressing it from the beginning in a nice way by saying hey I know that I'm about to present an idea and maybe you might disagree with it, but just hear me out. And Robert has another way to say it as well, but it's about, you know, really think about the idea that's being presented, not the person who's presenting, because the idea could be very beneficial for the team and the company. And it's not about me. It's about the, the bigger picture. And so addressing that in the head of time, now you're saying, okay, I know you're in the room and I see you because you're going to be the first person that's going to say something, but we're going to squash that right now. And we're going to get to what's, what's good for the company because both of us want what's best. And also both of us, you know, we get, we get paid. We want to get a paycheck. I'm sorry. It does not say your name on the paycheck and it doesn't say your name on the paycheck. It says the company that we work for. Right. So now before I give you my take on haters, let's go back to our audience. Andrew says, I love that reframing, Shree. Your haters are fans in denial. And Farah says, haters are your greatest motivators. And Mr. Gupta, Mr. Gupta, he's an auditor just like me. People always hate us. They do. They always hate us. Now, let me give you guys my my take on detractors. Okay. Detractors are actually good because, first of all, they help you to prepare for the meeting and to address objections. You see, just because you have an idea doesn't mean that it is the best idea. 
And detractors can actually help you fine tune whatever your idea is that you're trying to present. Now, my other take on haters, too, is a lot of us think that just because people disagree with us, that means that they dislike us and that they're a hater. That doesn't make sense. Disagreement does not equate to hate or dislike. Let me say that again. Disagreement does not equate to hate or dislike. But you have to be able to figure out why they disagree with you. And there are two things now. They could disagree with the process that you're presenting. Now, if that's the case, you need to come with something constructive to help me out. Or they could disagree with you as a person. In that case, you need to shut up. Because if you don't like me as a person, that doesn't mean that my idea is bad. So here's what I would say. Look at what they are attacking. Mm -hmm. If they're attacking your idea, then that might be one thing. You can invite them to come up with a better idea. If they're attacking you personally, they have three choices in a meeting. And I'm going to tell you, this is going to sound strange because the first time you do it, you're going to feel awkward. But I promise you it works. When someone is openly disagreeing with you in a meeting and they're attacking you personally, you need to respond to that and nip that in the bud real quick. And here's what I want you to do. You need to tell that person that they have three choices and three choices only. Number one, if they're attacking you personally, you can address it and say, what you're saying right now is an attack on me personally. I have no idea how that's going to help us achieve the goal that we're trying to achieve. So what you can do is, number one, add value. Tell us something that will help move the project along. Or number two, you can shut up until you think of something that will add value. And you may not want to use the word shut up, but you can tell them to be quiet. Or the third thing that you can do is you can leave right now because you're being disruptive in our meeting and not adding value. So again, if someone is attacking you personally, tell them that they have three choices. Number one, they can add value right now. Stop the ad hominem arguments. Number two, they can shut up until they find something of value to add. Or number three, they can leave. Here's why this works. And again, you don't have to be as mean as I was just then, but here's why this works. Everybody else in the meeting is thinking the exact same thing and they want this person to go too. And if you're leading the meeting and you actually say this to people, again, not quite that mean, unless you are a mean person, then you've shown that you are a leader and you can take command and value other people's time. See, other people don't, they don't want to hear this nonsense too. Their time is valuable, but that's the bad, that's dealing with a bad quote unquote detractor. A good detractor, you want to invite them to continue speaking. You need to hold back on your own ego, tell yourself to shut up in this instance, especially if what they're saying is good. If what they're saying can add value, you need to let them speak because they will help fine tune your idea. You need to reframe that. They're probably not a hater. They're just a detractor. They're a detractor for a few reasons. Either they don't have enough information or they don't trust you enough. So it's up to you to help get all the information to them and get all the information from them and to build the trust. Detractors mm -hmm. aren't bad. They're not, they're not always bad. Fans in denial, they're not always bad. They just have things on their mind <laughs> and they show it in different ways, but it helps you. Don't take it personally. That would be my, my rule of thumb. Just don't take it personally. Just be like, okay, I see it. Thank you for it. And Chris is saying, yes, I've always been told, don't shut down an idea unless you have a solution. Very there true. Now, we asked a question earlier about if you would be interested in learning more 
And we had uh, one person that I did see that was Florence. But anybody else in the audience, whether you're live, catching the live or the replay, we definitely have something in store, don't we? We do. And before we get to the last tip, let's talk about that. So we have a course for you to help you show up in your business meetings like a boss. We're going to be doing this live April 30th at 12 Central Standard Time. Now, here's the thing. If you would like to attend this training, it is not free. But what we're going to do is drop a link in. Here's the link. And the coupon code is Good Morning LinkedIn. It gets you 50% off of this course. What we're going to do in this course, though, is three different modules. Or is it two? It's a few different modules. The first module, we're going to give you the confidence. So Shri is going to talk to you about confidence and how to show up on camera like a boss. Mm -hmm. The second module, I'm going to get you familiar with the tech tools that you can use so that you can look really, really good. Because see, if you look at me right now, my background does more than my face. You see, it looks good and it makes me look good. <laughs> Showing up like a boss. Then we're going to also talk to you about some techniques in all seriousness, some techniques that you can use to make sure your meeting is effective and efficient so that you look competent, kind of like the five tools that we've given you today. So April 30th at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And again, the early bird discount code is good morning LinkedIn. Tell all excuse me, tell all of your friends so that they can come as well. Now, Russ has joined us. By the way, where's the link? There's the link. Is there a QR code? Ooh, that's a very good point because that's a long link. There's the QR code, you guys. <laughs> so you can just go ahead, use the QR code, go grab your 50% discount to the course because we are going to teach you how to show up in those business meetings like a boss because here's the thing. These virtual meetings, they aren't over. It's just the beginning. It is just the beginning. So if you've come in late, Shree and I have been talking about five tips to help you prepare for your next business meeting. We're on Good Morning LinkedIn. And our first tip was know what you want to accomplish. Our second tip was, well, know who can help you get what it is that you want. But after you know who can help you? You got to know how they can help you so that you can communicate that to them. And mm -hmm. the fourth tip was identify your possible detractors because they can help you fine tune what it is that you're trying to say. Now, tip number five. Tip number five, this is a big one because tip number five is probably going to hurt some feelings initially. But once you think about it, it'll help you in your business meetings. Tip number five is know how your want or need fits into the whole. See, a lot of times we approach those meetings selfishly. Me, 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 me. I want this. I want that. But how does it fit into the entire scheme of the organization? As you know, does it help out everything? Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, Shree? So you could be presenting an idea and it could be a system. It could be a new process. It could be an idea, whatever it is. And it doesn't fit what you're trying to do because maybe you launched it and you learned you didn't know six months later there is going to be a 
buyout. The company decides to split. Mm. The, dis- the company might get bought over. You don't know. So being able to understand what is it that you're going to do. And I can't say that every idea is going to be like that, but I'm just saying that if you know ahead of time, you're going to present something, you're going to be able to know, does this benefit everybody? And also knowing ahead of time too, if there was to be a change, how will this affect that? You know, can this continue with the new change? I've been in positions where, I rolled out the new CRM. We launched it worldwide, did this whole campaign. And then the company decided to say, we are splitting from this other company and we're going to merge with somebody else. And because of that merger, the idea that we I had rolled out got killed really quickly. And so many people just came after it and said, we're not going to use this anymore. We're going to use a different system. This is not going to be a value. We cannot afford it. And all the money that was put into just put, you know, to roll out this new CRM got put to waste and we had to go to use another type of system, which was Excel. Had I known this, had any, anybody even said anything, we would not have, I mean, that was just, I think about it. There was a lot of time invested And also at the same time, it meant that people had to relearn how to do things. So always keep that in mind. Like, how is this going to affect everybody? Yes, we always go and think about us. But it goes into that first tip that we were talking about. When you know, when you're inviting people, you want to understand what is it going to accomplish, not just for yourself, but for them as well. Because you've invited this person now you they have to understand how this is going, what's in it for them, and how is it going to benefit and make their job easier. <coughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of you are afraid that that could happen during a meeting. It's okay; it happened on live. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and these are some of the things we'll teach you in the course. It's okay. Sometimes there are moments when things happen that you did not plan. It's okay. Things happen. This is real life, whether virtual or in person. And these virtual and or hybrid business meetings, again, they are here to stay. And we need to learn how to show up effectively, efficiently. We need to learn how to look good on camera, not just our facial features, but background and everything else. We need to learn how to say things clearly, concisely, succinctly, so that we don't waste people's time. Then we need to know how to follow up after the meeting so that we can achieve goals and objectives. This stuff is important. So again, you guys, this is Good Morning LinkedIn. We've been talking about how to show up in those business meetings. Five tips to prepare for your next business meeting. If you're just joining us, you missed the five tips. I suggest you go and rewind them. Also, If you work anywhere or if you're just breathing, you need to know how to show up well in meetings. We have a course for that April the 30th at noon Central Standard Time. We'll be delivering that course to you and it is going to be a killer course. We dropped a link into the chat with uh, um, we dropped a link into the chat so that you can go and purchase the course. We have a 50 percent discount code. It is Good Morning LinkedIn. And there's a QR code if you don't feel like typing in that long stripe. URL. So before we get out of here today, Shri, 
Any last words? I would just say that this has been such a joy to be on here with you. Thank you, Doreen. I've enjoyed helping with giving, providing tips. Again, if you all still want more tips on how to get confident in front of the camera, you can check out my page under Sri Mahabir. I'm also on TikTok under Sri Mahabir. Uh, Thursday, April 21st, I will be celebrating two years of going live on my flagship show, Journey of an Entrepreneur. And I will say that because of that show, showing up on camera, I would not be here today talking to you, telling you about all the things that I've learned along the way, what not to do, what to do, and being able to share just this fun journey with you. Even this opportunity to be a guest host would not have come if I had not taken that leap of faith and being in front of the camera. And I invite you to come and join. It starts off on Instagram and comes here on LinkedIn. Also, I just want to say thank you, Robert and Doreen, again. This series has been fun, learning something, sharing it with all of you, being able to spend Saturday morning with all of you and you, Robert. So thank you again. Anytime, my friend, anytime. Follow the Good Morning LinkedIn company page. We are trying to get up to at least 150 followers over there so that we can start streaming live from that page. Don't forget to check out our course. And next week, Doreen will be back. Until then, be good to each other. See you guys next week. Bye.